Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. What's up, y'all? We are back with another edition of the DNVR Rams podcast, and I am stoked about today's guest. I was able to catch up with 2024 CSU football commit Jack Moran of Ralston Valley High School. Moran, a six foot six, 245 pound prospect. He will play defensive tackle at CSU, currently a defensive end and offensive tackle at the prep level. But Jack is a guy who I feel has a really high ceiling at the next level. He's obviously the son of Sean Moran, legendary CSU football player. We talked about that and being able to follow in his dad's footsteps, but also kind of some of the pressure that comes with that and wanting to establish his own identity. We got into the recruitment process and how Jack really had to be very persistent with initiating contact with this staff. And it's a good thing that he did. But yeah, I thought he came off as a really gracious individual, really polite, really humble. And I'm very much looking forward to seeing him compete for CSU. You all know how I feel about just these legacy students. You know, I think it's really important to recruit the players that have deep ties to the programs. Talent is certainly important, but I just think that guys that are willing to compete at a different level when they genuinely bleed green and gold. We see it with Jack Howell week in, week out. Real quick, before we get to that interview with Jack Moran, we do have some recruiting news for the 2023 season. CSU football on Sunday picked up a commitment from Trey Pastor, former Cal linebacker, mostly been a depth guy during his time in the Pac-12, but especially when you dive into that 2021 season, it seems like he's a guy who certainly has potential, and I think he's going to contribute in a major way for the Rams this season. I'm going to talk more about his game tomorrow because this news dropped while I was in the middle of my interview with Jack Moran. And I just want to do a proper deep dive into his game, watch some film. So that's what I'll be doing late Sunday night after the Nuggets. Again, I'll talk about that more on Monday. And uh, the plan is actually to have him on the podcast later this week. That is Trey Pastor. I've already reached out. Uh, We have an interview set up. We'll give you guys more info on that when we have it. But the last thing I wanted to say here before we get to that interview with Jack Moran and one last time, big thanks to him for giving me some of his time on the weekend playing baseball. You know, I remember high school, you've got a lot of stuff going on. So I always appreciate it when these prospects take some time out of their schedule for me. But the last thing I just wanted to say is shout out to Jay and Kim Norvell for representing CSU football this weekend at Colorado Coaches for Charity. It's a great event every year put on by former Air Force head coach Fisher DeBerry, but Jay was there. 
most of the head coaches in the state were there. I say most because Colorado was represented by offensive coordinator Sean Lewis instead of Deion Sanders. Primate hard to find unless it comes to a charity event, I suppose. Too busy fishing, according to his Instagram. <laughs> yeah, man. I don't know. I'm not going to go on a big, long rant here. Not trying to be a hater or anything like that, but it's not a good look. It was not a good look for CU. And as a Colorado State alumnus, I'm just continually thankful that the program is represented once again by a man of integrity because we all know you know, what Sonny Lubick meant both on and off the field. And when it comes to just upholding community values, being an active member of the community and participating in the events that are bigger than football, Jay Norvell is the closest thing we've had to Sonny Lubick. And frankly, that means a whole hell of a lot more to me than getting all the attention on Instagram and SportsCenter and all the the flash and crap we've seen with Dion. If you win enough games, you're going to get the publicity. That's going to come naturally. But there's just something to be said about being a leader of men. And that stretches far beyond the locker room, far beyond the football field. So, yeah, I just wanted to shout out the Norvells for continuing to represent CSU in such a terrific manner. The win's got to come, and I believe that they will. But I take pride in the football program being run by somebody that's actually respectable again, because that was uh, not the case during the guys being dudes era. Anyways, let's get to that interview with Jack Moran. But real quick, just a quick word from our partners. Take on the sun with gear that's built to last. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered for the warm weather ahead with premium polarized shades at an affordable price. Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company that offers a world-class product that's just as good as any expensive pair we've ever worn. Durable frames and extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures. And that's not all. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements. So if you lose or break your pair, even day one, they told us they're going to send you a brand new pair. No questions asked. Wear your Shady Rays with confidence because they have your back long after you purchase. And if you don't love your Shady Rays, exchange for a new pair or return them free within 30 days. There's no risk when you shop. Their team always has your back. Exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out the best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com, use the code DNVR for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. Also, we're in golf season. You might be rocking your Shady Rays and thinking to yourself, I need a sharp new shirt to match these sweet shades. Check out Pins and Aces. Pins and Aces is the official golf apparel partner of All City and DNVR. We love our Pins and Aces gear and get tons of compliments on and off the course. They're a family-owned golf and apparel business based right here in Colorado, and they make amazing polos, hats, golf bags, even our favorite beer sleeve. It's an innovative product that allows you to store seven beers right inside your golf bag and keep the drinks cold the entire round. Check out pinsandaces.com and use the code DNVR to receive 15% off your first order and get free shipping. That is pinsandaces.com. Finally, FOCO is a leading manufacturer of sports and entertainment merchandise with a product line that includes apparel, accessories, toys, collectibles, novelty items, and more. They have some of the best officially licensed gear for all sports and fandoms. It's spring and baseball season. They've got some sweet Aloha shirts, straw hats, polos, bags, everything you need and more for a game. FOCO always has our back for Colorado sports and they have yours too. get the best gear around by using the link in the description for all non presale items. Use the promo code DNVR for 10% off. 
All right. Without further ado, my interview with 2024 commit Jack Moran of Ralston Valley High School. All right. Joining me on the DNVR Rams podcast, we've got Jack Moran, 2024 Colorado State commit, the first commit of the cycle. First off, congratulations. Uh, how's your How's your spring semester been going, man? Um, it's been going pretty good. Just lifting, getting bigger right now, doing more like agility stuff, trying to get faster. You're playing baseball as well, right? Uh, yeah. So we're about to go into playoffs right now. We're um, 12 and 6 right now is our record. What do you do on the baseball field? Uh, um, I'm a pitcher, so I just pitch. I don't really hit or do anything else. They just have me pitching, really. How long uh, have you been playing baseball? Um, probably since I was around 5 when I, I started playing t-ball when I was like really young. Yeah. Are you a baseball fan too, or do you just like to play? Um, yeah, I would say I'm a baseball fan. I really only watch the Rockies, though. I would say. <laughs> so it's like me. It's it's a tough existence out here as a Rockies fan. I know. Yeah. Are you a Nuggets fan too? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't really watch basketball as much though. Fair enough. I'm I'm very nervous for for later this evening, but I'm <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to ignore that. Um, yeah. Obviously, you know, your CSU roots are, are very deep. Your dad being one of the, the best defensive linemen in program history. How do you feel, I guess, about just kind of following in his fo- footsteps? Do you feel any pressure there or is it just excitement? Um, it's a little bit of both. I definitely feel pressure because people might say that I'm only going there because of him or whatever, but I can tell that they're pretty interested in me. So I'm very excited to get up there, I guess, because it's basically my second home up there. Did you go to CSU a lot growing up? Like, did you grow up going to games, following the program and all that? Yeah. So we would go up to games almost like, almost up to like five games every year growing up. Yeah. We would go up there a lot. Who are some of the, like, who are some of your childhood idols in terms or just like favorite players on CSU? Yeah, or just or both. I mean, either way you want to take it. So growing up, well, um, right now it's mainly Chase Wilson because he went to RV as well. So when I was like earlier in my high school career, I really looked up to him because he was a local guy that I knew. So and he was a really cool guy. So I really looked up to him. Did you uh, reach out to him just in terms of, you know, what it's like playing for this staff and, and kind of what's your relationship like with him? Um, our relationship's pretty good. So we every time I go up there, we usually talk. Um, since my sister is basically best friends with him, they used to hang out a lot. So I would say it's pretty good. We talk Do a lot. Do you know any of the other guys? Like, did you talk to any of the other players on the team just about, you know, what it's like to play for Jay? Um, yeah, I talked to some of them. I talked to most of the D linemen. Um, I can't remember his name, but number eight, I talked to him and, um, for a little bit and he said he loved playing for him. My dad said when he was talking to him, he reminded him of Sonny Lubick in the way he, of, he is as a man, really. He's a really good man and he's all about, um, really developing you as a player and a man and just in general, I guess. Was that important to you finding a coach that, you know, is 
about more than just the game. Yes, of course, because I feel like being a good person is super important. So if you have a coach that's teaching that, teaching you to be a good person, teaching you to do good in school, it's, yeah, that's very important to me. Did you have a preference as far as which side of the ball you would play on at the next level? Um, yeah, so I been playing O-line, D-line for my whole life, but I never really chose to play O-line because, well, I was obviously one of the biggest kids on the team, so they had to put me there. Yeah. But I'm fine with whatever they put me. But, um, yeah, I'm playing D-tackle up there, so it should be pretty fun. Worked out what, the way I wanted it to. So, What do you like about D-line versus O-line? So D-line is more fun because uh, obviously you get to hit people more. You get to do whatever. And I feel like I have more of a D-lineman mentality. It's kind of hard to be an O-lineman with a D-lineman mentality because you just want to level your head down and just hit somebody. But sometimes that doesn't always work. So It sounds like you have an aggressive mindset for sure. I mean, how would you describe your game? Like, what would you say are your strengths? Where are you trying to improve? Just that kind of stuff. I feel like um, I really like to pursue the ball most of the time because stuff happens during the game. Like, running down the ball, he could cut back or whatever. You can always try to make the play. And if you're not doing that, then most of the time they get big, big runs or whatever. So I like flying to the ball. and just getting after it, basically. Will it be an adjustment? Do you play defensive tackle right now for Ralston, or are you more on the edge at the moment? I'm more on the edge at the moment because we had some really big guys um, last year, so I was more at the edge spot at the end. So, yeah, it would be. it's going to be a little bit of adjustment moving down. Do you feel like it'll be more natural for you? Just kind of like watching you on huddle and stuff. It looks like you're kind of a lanky guy. It looks like you're you know, good at using your hands so that it would kind of be a spot where you could perform well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I like engaging off the bat right away. I like bull rushing. So I feel like it would be a perfect spot. I feel like I'll be just fine moving down there. What have your conversations with the staff been like? I guess, like, what was that recruitment process like for you just talking to these coaches? Well, at first, it honestly, it didn't really seem like they knew who I was, really. They, like, because the first game day visit, I had one of my friends send me a link to it so I could, like, that one of the coaches sent them so I could go up. And they didn't really seem interested at first. And then I kept coming and showing up. And then they really started, I feel like, looking into me. And that's when they really got interested, I feel like. Do you have kind of a chip on your shoulder in that regard? Just kind of, you know, maybe feeling like you were slightly overlooked with the recruitment process by, I mean, CSU and even beyond? Yeah. So, yeah, of course, I feel like I do because um, obviously they were looking at all my friends in the beginning, which made me want that, which made me want to go there more because they were, I guess, overlooking me in the beginning. but. Is that kind of one of the tough parts about being on a, I mean, a, like a talented program like Ralston Valley is that at times it can be like, there's so many good guys on one team. You might not necessarily be getting the, the recognition that you probably would if you were playing for, you know, maybe a team that was slightly less competitive, I guess. 
Yeah. I mean, they're all my friends, so it's fun to see them getting recruited by places, but it also like makes you feel kind of hurt when somebody gets recruited to somewhere when you know you're just as good as them or whatever. So it makes it honestly makes you want to work harder just so you can beat them out, even though you're your friends. It still makes you want to do better and it kind of pushes them too, I feel like. Is it kind of relieving just to be committed and kind of be able to just focus on, you know, playing baseball, having your summer, your senior year, and not have to continually go through this process, you know, for months on end? Yeah. So it's definitely being nice committed because I don't have to reach out to many different coaches, having to do all this recruiting stuff, go out to like different camps and stuff. I can just really relax and focus on getting better. I feel like. Are you still going to go to camps this summer? Like, I guess, how does that work once you're committed? Is there even any point of still going to other camps? Um, I mean, sometimes, I mean, things change, obviously, because maybe coach will a coach will get fired or like the D-line coach will get fired. And I just want to keep my options open. But I'm pretty sure that's not going to happen because I feel like they really like them up there. So, um I mean, I'll go to the CSU camp, maybe Wyoming, if they are super interested. I don't want to close any doors, but I'm pretty sure I'm still going to go to CSU. I don't think you have to worry about it. Buddha got a big pay raise, I'm pretty sure, after this season. Jay's pretty hyped on him, so I don't don't think he's going anywhere. Yeah, neither do I. So I think it will all work out. Is it weird going up to Laramie, just given your relationship with CSU and your history, or is that kind of one of those things where you kind of have to put that, you know, in the back of your mind and let that stuff go when it comes to recruitment. Yeah. So obviously I went up with my dad and he really did not like it up there. (laughs) He obviously went to CSU. So, um, so I just had to kind of ignore him like on those recruiting trips because they're obviously super interested. And um, I just basically pushed that out of the way because whatever. I grew up a CSU fan. So I, I kind of had to shove it away to the side for a little bit. That's just cracking jokes the whole time about campus yeah. and Laramie, I assume. Yeah, he was, he was not very happy because I had to put on a uniform to do like pictures for the junior day. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not like that. I was putting on the, uniform, I guess. What was dad's reaction, I guess, when CSU offered. And then once you decided that you ultimately wanted to go there. Uh, honestly, I think he's more excited than I am really, because it's basically his home up there. I mean, he's from Colorado, um, and he went to school up there, obviously, and he was crying like the whole time. He was just super happy. That's really cool, man. It's, I think it's exciting. The fact that, you know, you're going to be in the mix. Obviously Jack Howell is, is there right now. His dad, there's a couple other guys, you know, with some CSU ties, did you get it? Have you ever had a chance to talk to Jack or any of those other guys about, I guess, just what it's kind of like being, you know, at CSU when you're the the son of a legend? Yeah. So we have a uh, one of my dad's friends, George Schramm, his son Rocco. Yeah. Is on the team. Yeah. So we talked to him. We're good friends with them. And he says he loves it up there, even though his dad was obviously a really good player there. He said, it, I feel like it doesn't. Once he got up there, he didn't really feel the pressure anymore because he just gets to play, I guess.
All right, we'll get right back to that interview with Jack Moran, but sign up for Fubo TV for 140 plus live channels of sports shows, movies, and news. Stream live TV from any device. It's the best way to watch the most Colorado sports for the lowest price. And what's awesome is you can start immediately with a seven day free trial. There's no contract, no cable, no hassle. Just sign up and start watching. You're going to get 1,000 hours of cloud DVR included at no extra charge. And right now with the Nuggets in the playoffs, there's no better time to sign up. You don't want to have to deal with all those sketchy streams. Watch the Nuggets and Avs playoff run on Altitude and ABC with Fubo TV. Just go to FuboTV.com slash DNVR to sign up for 15% off your first month of Fubo Pro. Also, when you're sitting back watching those playoff games, make sure you're doing it with an ice-cold Breck Brew in hand. Breck Brew is a beer for any occasion, and there's no better way to watch a game than having some ice-cold Breck Brew on you. Breck Brew has been doing it for 32 years. It all comes down to their love and passion for making good beer. Made with 100% renewable energy. you got to love that. you also got to love the endless variety that they offer. They've got a little bit of something for everyone. Me personally, I love their Mountain Beach Sour, probably my favorite, though the Summer Shandy that they have recently released is is definitely a nipping on the heels there. But my dad, he's going to keep it simple. He's going to go with the classic Avalanche Amber Ale. And if you're looking just for a beer that you could have in any setting, that's definitely it. The Avalanche Amber Ale is so versatile, pairs great with meals. It's a great beer to just have by itself and crush a few. Whatever you're into, check out the Breck Beer Locator at breckbrew.com to find a brew near you. I'm asking you this just because I don't want to like annoy you in the future, but everybody's different when it comes to these type of situations. Like, you know, Jack really embraces the fact that his dad is a CSU legend. Um, in the past, CSU had a player, Keevan Bailey. His dad was Champ Bailey. He didn't really want to be like, you know, he was kind of like, I, I want to be my own guy. You know, I don't want to like be in my dad's shadow the entire time. What's kind of your mindset, I guess, going in? And I know that's a tough question on the spot. I mean, I do want to be my own guy because I feel like I was better than him coming out of high school. So I feel like I want to work harder to be better than him and not just be in the shadow, I guess. Would he agree with you? Would he say that you're better than him at this stage? Yes. So he he would say that I was bigger and stronger and faster and I whatever played harder. Yeah, so he would he would admit that I was better than him coming out of high school. What's it like, I guess? What how how has he been with the football process? Was he very involved, like as a coach, it's it's always very different, you know, when dads played in the league and stuff, sometimes they're really involved. Sometimes they just don't even want to be in the process at all. What was like, what was his involvement level? So he was really involved and it was kind of confusing for us uh, at the beginning because his recruiting wise was very different. Like coaches, you, you had to send him like an actual tape, like a, yeah, like a recording. And, um, and you didn't have to really go on all these camps and stuff in these junior days. Like he never had that. So it, he thought it was really cool and he was very involved to go on all these types of trips and stuff. He thought it was like really fun. Did he take it personally kind of the same way when CSU seemed not so interested at the beginning? Um, yeah, he felt kind of like um, kind of mad a little bit because that's natural. Obviously, yeah, they weren't interested, but we really kept trying it because I really wanted to go there. That's my dream school. So we just kept pushing, kept pushing, and then that worked out. 
you know, you guys had a, a really great season this past year, 10 and three undefeated in league play, you know, dang near took down Valor in the playoffs, took him yeah. to overtime, gave him all you could handle. Um, mm-hmm. Sorry to bring up bad wounds. I know, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you did have a great year, 10 and three undefeated in league. Like what stood out to you about this past season? Um, I mean, I didn't think we were going to beat some of the teams that we did. Like beating Regis, well, we obviously came back from that. Like halfway through the game, I didn't even think we were going to beat them. Uh, I didn't think, I didn't think we were going to beat Columbine. I didn't think we were going to do as good as, like, playing Cherry Creek. I don't think we were going to do that good. But obviously, we almost, we almost won. They pulled it away at the end. But I thought we did a lot better that we were than we were going to because of the coaching change and and so on. Do you guys have a lot of returning starters for this next season? Um, yeah. So basically our whole, so we basically lost around 12 seniors and I want to say like five of them were starters. So yeah, most of our team were like juniors. So we basically have our whole team back really. Who's like Ralston Valley's biggest rival right now? Cause all the, with all the, I graduated from high school in 2013 and now they shift everything. Like when I, I went to Bear Creek, we were five a back then. I think they're like three a or four a now. I don't know who like anybody's rivals are anymore. So who's your, who's like the team you guys hate or embrace playing the most. So I would say Columbine. I think most people would think it was a West because they're right down the street from us, but I would say it's Columbine because, or Chatfield because they just came up. Um, Either one of those two teams, I feel like it really gets ugly when we play them most of the time. <laughs> Columbine's tough, man, because they just they play that grind that grind it down your throat, you know, run it sixty-five times a game. But you you whooped on them pretty good in the playoffs, didn't you? Yeah, we did. Uh, I can't remember what the score was, but at one point they had to start throwing the ball, and we started picking them off as soon as they started it. It was just I don't know. It was just not good for them. Like just. That's got to be so satisfying, though, especially as a D lineman, knowing that they're out of their comfort zone. And finally, like you get to go while they're like kind of pinned back because normally they get to get the jump. Yeah. So. At near the end of that game, when they started throwing the ball, I it was so fun getting to try to sack the quarterback, like running downfield because they didn't really know what to do. I feel like their linemen were kind of flustered. Usually they do a double team or triple team on like one guy. And when it was a one-on-one, I feel like they really got flustered. I was hoping I'd get to go to that game. My dad's a, he graduated from Columbine. So I was kind of followed just all the Jeffco programs, but yeah, that's, that's interesting to hear that you guys are rivals. Cause I, I wouldn't say that was the case uh, 10 years ago, but I don't, I know that doesn't matter to you. I'm, I'm getting old is I guess the point that I'm, that I'm trying to make here. Um, you know, what are you looking most forward to, I guess, with this senior year, knowing that, you know, you're committed, you have that process done. Are you kind of looking forward to just like being able to enjoy that process? So I feel like there's a lot less pressure to actually perform and like get my stats as high as they can possibly be. So I just, it's relieving to know that I can just go out and play and do what I do and just have fun, really. That's awesome, man. Well, congratulations on your commitment. I'm I'm really excited to see you up in Fort Collins. Um, I, I'm going to try and get to some of your games actually this senior year as well. Uh, thank you for coming on, man. It really means a lot. Thanks for having me. 
what you say if I told you I'd be the greatest MC that there ever was? Eh, what would you say if I told you that I could take a bunch of kids from the bottom and bring them to number one? Eh, what would you say if I told you a nobody in the rock and buzz sold out crowd? Damn, that shit is crazy. You probably never make it when you listening to that right now. I said we on that.